Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Ho, ho, ho. And Merry ho, Christmas to ho. you and yo. <laughs> hey, Joel, how's it going there? Growing in Grace podcast here, by the way. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's the annual Growing in Grace Christmas podcast. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Hello, Santa. Oh, I was trying to do Rudolph there by squeezing my nose. It didn't work too well. <laughs> I, I can't even do that. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, um, I heard, I was watching, you ever see Cash Cab? Oh, I love Cash Cab. Yeah, a good trivia show. Um, I learned something new, and i surprised that I never knew this, but they, they were talking about something about, it's, it's another name for a caribou. And I'm like, I've... A caribou. Um, the question had to do with that, and I'm like, and the answer was reindeer. <laughs> so, so my wife and my daughter, we were watching it together, the three of us, and Rudolph the red nose caribou, and <laughs> just doesn't have the same, the same ring to it, I guess. But technically, Rudolph was a caribou. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We could probably. I can't wait, end... I can't wait next Christmas to find out who the abominable <laughs> snowman. Really yeah. Right. Well, wasn't he in The Empire Strikes Back? Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Luke with the lightsaber. All right. Anyway. Hey, so Christmas, you know, is a time where we typically focus on the birth of Jesus. Um, let's do that for a couple minutes, but we want to take this real quickly here in the uh, 10 minutes or so of time we have left to, uh, to take a, an overview of what we want to focus on here, not really just during the Christmas season, of course, but throughout the year. So Jesus, born of a woman, the book of Galatians said he was born of a woman. He was born under the law. And why was that? so that he could redeem those Jewish people who were under that law, the law of Moses. Because, you see, the law was keeping them in, in spiritual bondage. That's really what it was designed to do. I know a lot of people think God gave the law to try to make people better, sin less, be more committed, and make themselves more acceptable to God. That's not why the law was given. The law was given to increase sin. It was given to help people come to the end of themselves so that they would go from a place of works from that law to a place of faith in Christ, trusting instead in what he did on our behalf instead of what we are doing ourselves. So there's that. And so Jesus was born under the law, and all of all of the ceremonies, all the rituals, all the rules were followed according to that law, As starting with uh, Jesus as a baby, you know, circumcised on the eighth day, sacrifice occurred, and so on. And Joel, I, I think sometimes we, we get stuck in, in the Christmas season. We get stuck in the manger. And I think maybe part of the goal of today's program is to move people out of just the manger uh, all the way uh, to the cross. Yes, definitely. Because the thing about Jesus coming as a man, you know, well, coming as a baby and dying and then rising again from the dead we have looked at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the ministry of Jesus, like you were talking about. He was born of a woman. 
Born Under the Law to Redeem Those Under the Law. We did a 20-part series one time a few years ago on why Jesus taught two covenants. A large portion of his ministry was the teaching of the law, the teaching of the old covenant. And there are many people who look at Jesus as a great teacher. Oh, it's wonderful. You know, the sayings of Jesus, the teachings of Jesus, we need to follow those. Well, of course, as you know from listening to this podcast, you know, we tell the news here, the good news here, that Jesus was a lot of those things. He was speaking to those people who were under the law, and a lot of the, what he taught was not good news, but it was contrasted with the good news. It was He was hoping to point those people away from trying to justify themselves by their works, pointing them to faith as the only way to be saved. But here's the thing, what I'm getting at with all this is, what if Jesus was just a great teacher? He came and he taught some great things, and, and now people are just supposed to live by those things, whether they can do it or not. And we know that they can't, but let's just say that he came as a great teacher. Well, that's that's nice, okay, so we got some great things uh, that we can live by. But the problem with that is that that's not really why Jesus came. That's not why he ultimately came. Because through his teachings, there really is no forgiveness of sins. Through his teachings, there is no resurrected life. If all we have is the teachings of Jesus, if he came to be a, a teacher of some things for us to follow, <laughs> that's all that we have is great teachings. But here's the thing. Hebrews 9. Cap, you say this is one of your favorite chapters. It's one of mine, too. Hebrews 9, it's talking about how Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands. I'm looking at verse, starting at verse 24, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us, not that he should offer himself often, as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with the blood of another, he would then have to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now, once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. See, we can have all of his great teachings, but there is no putting away of sin through those teachings. You can follow the teachings of Jesus to your heart's content, or at least try to, Jesus became a baby, wonderful, laid in a manger, that's awesome, wonderful. At the age of 12, he was teaching the teachers, wonderful. But if he had not sacrificed himself, there would be no forgiveness of sins. There would be no putting away of sins. That's why he was born. He wasn't born to leave us with teachings to try to follow. He was born to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And then, just real quickly, uh, I want to jump over to 1 Corinthians 15. The whole point of that chapter, what we know as the chapter 1 Corinthians 15, is that Jesus was raised from the dead. He says, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men the most pitiable. See, if it's just teachings, if it's just this man, this great leader that we have, so what? The fact that Jesus died and rose again from the dead, that's what this is all about. Christmas, the birth of Jesus, it's all about the fact that he not only was born, but that he died for our sins, our sins were taken away, and that he rose again from the dead, and that we can therefore be resurrected together with him. And when you look at that in Hebrews 9, putting away sin by the sacrifice of himself, sin removed, sin taken away where the blood of the animal sacrifices could not. 
that occurred at that time. And Jesus went into the holy place, not a copy like the Jewish priest would do, not a duplicate temple or tabernacle, but Christ went into the holy place and, and into heaven itself to appear in the presence of God for us. And, and so if, if sin hasn't been completely taken away, that would mean, as Hebrews 9.25 says, it would mean he would have to suffer often. He'd have to keep returning to suffer again and again and again if more sin needed to be forgiven. So the sins of the world were forgiven at that time because you see back then, 2,000 plus years ago, you and I hadn't committed a sin yet, had we? Right. So, I mean, <laughs> we, we don't stop to think about this sometimes very carefully, but there's something else that we often forget. And, and, and I don't want to get too deep into this today, but I, I just want to throw this out there to, to start spinning your thinking wheels here just a little bit. What about all of the people, Jew, Gentile, and everybody in between, if there is such a thing? What about all of the people who died before the cross? Mm. What about their sin? You see, this is more massive and more powerful and more complete than we can ever imagine. Now, Jesus did say in numerous places— one of the most popular, and it's in John chapter 3, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. This is Jesus talking to Nicodemus. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. God didn't send his son into the world to judge the world, but that the world through him uh, might be saved. He who believes in him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. All right, so light came into the world. That light of the world is Jesus Christ. And so we have this belief factor. Jesus mentions it in other places, especially in John. And, and that factor is believing in him brings life. All right. In order for that to happen, the forgiveness of sin issue had to be dealt with first. Mm -hmm. And now by believing we can experience life. But you see, life will do you no good if your sins aren't first forgiven. On the other hand, Having your sins forgiven won't do you any good if you don't have eternal life through believing in God's only begotten Son. Does that make sense, Joel? Yes, that makes a lot of sense. And that's why I think it's really good that we, uh, you know, we have these in in uh, the church world, we have these different holidays, Easter, we have Christmas, different Churches celebrate Pentecost and 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 the different quote church holidays, and Na it's National Pizza Day. That, oh, that's a very important one, and and I think the the potluck day too. I don't know. That's <laughs> I made that one up, but I think it's necessary <laughs> or blessed pot blessing. But anyway, the whole idea is that it was one big package uh, for which Christ came. It's wonderful to celebrate His birth. I think it's wonderful that we celebrate the birth of Christ, that God became a man. He, hum he humbled himself and became one of us. God with us. You know, he became a man. God became a man and became one of us. But it's not just left that way. Like you say, we couldn't have eternal life without this prerequisite of the, of the forgiveness of sins. If, if our sins hadn't been forgiven, we couldn't be risen again with him we needed the forgiveness of sins and that was provided through the death of Jesus Christ but of course the death of Jesus Christ could as a man 
It's very important that he became as a man. We've talked about this in past Christmases on the podcast. It was very important that he became a man because if it, if it wasn't for him becoming a man, he couldn't be the substitute for mankind. There's many reasons for that, but it's it's very important that he became a man in order that he could be the sacrifice for man's sins. And then, of course, if he would have just died and been left in the grave, okay, so there's forgiveness of sins, but we're left dying in these bodies, forgiven, but mm, we don't have eternal life. So the yeah, resurrection... No, resu- no resurrection, right? Right. The resurrection, then that's uh, that's one reason why I brought up 1 Corinthians 15, because it's that whole chapter basically is Paul saying there's people who are preaching that there's no resurrection but if there's no resurrection then we we don't have any hope so this whole thing the reason that Jesus came was to teach some things yes he pointed the people of Israel to something better that they needed to to believe and that was faith in Christ faith in God and in in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and then they could be born again they could be resurrected together with Christ well Merry Christmas from all of us here at the Growing in Grace podcast Hebrews the book of Hebrews used to be kind of a scary book for us or at least one that we didn't understand a whole lot but man we have found over the years that there is so much rich stuff in there so much it tells us about the finished work of Jesus and the forgiveness and the perfection and everything that God has offered us through Jesus Christ so we're going to start a several week long series on the book of Hebrews starting next week right here on Growing in Grace this has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski heard online through various internet sources around the world each week to access hundreds of past programs visit graceroots.org Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.